Kavchet Shvat, Tzaddik, His Life, 2378. Prior to this last Shabbat before Rosh Hashanah, the Rebbe had had a visit from two prominent Hasidim who had eaten with him. In the course of the conversation, the true Hasidim ridiculed a certain man in Nimirov, who used to clap his hands a great deal while praying. The Rebbe took exception to their comments and told them harshly, How do you know what it means to clap one's hand while praying and everything that it involves? What right do you have to make fun of this man whose hand clapping does not meet your approval? The Shabbat after this, the Shabbat after Rosh Hashanah, I came to the Rebbe for Shabbat. And it was then that he was giving the lesson, You are standing on this day, which discusses hand clapping while praying. This was the first lesson I had ever heard from him, and I immediately wrote it down, Praise to the God of my life. A few weeks later, after Sukkot, the man who had been with the Rebbe before Rosh Hashanah, and who had ridiculed the hand clapping of the man in Memorov, came to the Rebbe to ask him to intercede for his son who is sick. The Rebbe showed him the passage in the Priyetz Chaim, Shah Chazat Hashatz 7, relating to the initial letters of the priestly blessing, and he will give you peace. V'yasem lecha shalom. This relating to the word shaliv, as in the verse, I was at ease and he broke me asunder. Eov 16.12 The Rebbe told the man to read out loud the passage, and he did so. Afterwards, the Rebbe told him the lesson about clapping hands in Likutei Moran 46, discussing three hands. However, the man refused to incline his shoulder to bear the yoke of Torah and become a follower of the Rebbe. The man returned home, and his son's condition became more serious. He told me the entire story of how the Rebbe had dealt with him and the lesson he had given. He also told me that the Rebbe had related a story about a certain aristocrat who was extremely hard and brazen, but I do not remember the story well. The man asked me when I went to see the Rebbe to remind him about the boy's illness and ask him to help. Soon afterwards, I went to the Rebbe and spoke to him about this. He said, the boy is still alive, in a tone of surprise. I stood there trembling, because I understood from this that the boy's decree of death had already been sealed. The Rebbe said, if this man had accepted what I had said, the boy would already be healthy. But now it was impossible for the boy to live. And indeed the boy died shortly afterwards. When the Rebbe spoke to me about the man, I started making excuses for him, saying, how can he become your follower when he already has a leader? namely one of the Rebbe's opponents. The Rebbe replied, If so, it is a big test for him. In other words, this did not mean it would be impossible for him to become one of the Rebbe's followers, only that his test would be greater. He should certainly make every effort to withstand the test and overcome all the obstacles and become the Rebbe's follower. His Wisdom, 74 Sometimes your prayers may be devoid of enthusiasm. At such times you must compel your emotions and make your heart burn with the words. Sometimes a person rouses himself and actually makes himself angry. As people say, he creates his own anger. You must do the same during prayer. Be like a man who makes himself angry. Work yourself up and bring heat 
and a flaming heart into your prayers. The enthusiasm may be forced at first, but eventually it will become real. Your heart will burst aflame with God's praise, and you will be worthy of praying with passion. You can make yourself happy in the same way, particularly during your prayers. Pray with great joy, even if this happiness is forced. Happiness is always a virtue, but it is especially so during prayer. If you are disturbed and unhappy, you can at least put on a happy front. Deep down you may be depressed, but if you act happy, you will eventually be worthy of true joy. This is true even of holy things. If you have no enthusiasm, put on a front, act enthusiastic, and the feeling will eventually become genuine. Understand this well. Honor and Respect B. Going out to greet an important person summons forth the ten statements through which the world was created. Bringing Jews who are distant from God closer to him does this as well. Honor the person upon whom fortune smiles. Anger A. When a person keeps from getting angry, his enemies will have no control over him. He will reside in his own home, and no one will replace him. A person's anger brings him to disgrace. Avoid becoming enraged, and you will not sin. Anyone who gets angry loses his wisdom and foresight. Even if he is destined for greatness, he loses that as well. The Holy One loves a person who keeps from getting angry, and also one who does not insist on retribution. Nikutemoran 1, Lesson 44, 4. This idea is hinted in the verse, By the hand of the prophets, I will show my likeness. Oshea 12.11 By the hand alludes to the clapping, and the prophets alludes to speech, as where God tells Moses and Aaron, Your brother will be your prophet. Shemot 7.1 meaning that Aaron would speak in his stead. Adame, I will show my likeness, can also be vocalized as Adama, land. Thus the verse may be understood to mean that, through hand clapping, the speech or words of the prayers are spoken on holy ground. Rashi on Shemot 7.1, Orachim 102, in the Taz number 3. Additionally, through hand-clapping, during prayer, killing and destruction are abolished from the world. As reflected in the verse, I will place peace in your land, and the sword will not pass through your land. Vahika 26.6 Through hand-clapping, a person's prayers are in the air of the land of Israel. He dwells in the land of Israel, and he has a God. Masechet Ketubot 110b Hand-clapping during prayer also nullifies idolatrous thoughts and atheistic ideas, which may be called over-against faith, since faith is closely identified with prayer, as evidenced by the phrase, His hands were faith, Shemot 17.12, which Unkelos translates as, His hands were outstretched in prayer. Thus the remedy for these thoughts comes about through the regular daily offerings, through the land of Israel, through hand-clapping. 5. Another explanation of they established the daily prayers over against 
the regular daily offerings, is as follows. The regular daily offerings consist of sheep, as in the phrase, sheep kevasim, for your clothing. Proverbs 27, 26. Our sages of blessed memory taught that these sheep allude to the secrets kavsheh of the Torah. Masechet Chagiga 13a. Thus, through prayer, the secrets of the Torah are revealed. 6. Another explanation of they established the daily prayers over against the regular daily offerings is as follows. Prayers over against refers to the extraneous foreign thoughts that a person experiences as he prays, which are against his prayers. These thoughts are called a flood, mabul, as they delusion and confuse mebalbelin one's prayers. The remedy for these thoughts is to give charity to the land of Israel, on account of which a person is included in the heir of the land of Israel. About this our sages of blessed memory taught, the flood did not descend upon the land of Israel. Masechet Zavachim 113a Thus, the way that the statement they established the daily prayers over against the regular daily offerings is structured grammatically, it can also be construed as the daily regular offerings were established. Their rectification is through the land of Israel. And through this, a person's mind, his thoughts, are refined because the heir of the land of Israel makes one wise. Avira de Eretz Yisrael Machim Maseret Baba Batra 158b This same idea, that charity of the land of Israel rectifies prayer, also finds expression in the verse, I will see it to remember the eternal covenant. Bereshit 9.16 I will see it suggests the land of Israel, as in the verse, the eyes of God are regularly upon it. This results in an awakening and rectification of the eternal covenant, and this covenant corresponds to the 18, whose numerical value is represented by the letters Chai, blessings of the Amida, since the tzaddik is called life, Chai, of the worlds, and the tzaddik is the ultimate embodiment of the covenant. The Burger and the Pauper Among them, the young man was the most resourceful, since he had been there the longest. He brought them meat and they ate. They burned wood that in civilized areas would be more precious than gold. The young men argued with them that this would be a good place for them to spend the rest of their lives. Based on the benefits that people usually have in civilized areas, it would be better for them to spend the rest of their lives here. They asked him, What good did you have before you came here that you say that it is better here? He answered them telling them his whole story how he had been a burgher's son, how he had eventually come to this spot, and what benefits he had as the burgher's son. As a burgher's son, he had had a good life, and here he also had a perfectly good life. He showed them that it would be good to spend the rest of their lives in this place. Did you ever hear of the world emperor? asked the emperor. The burgher's son replied that he had. The emperor then asked if he had heard of his beautiful daughter. Yes, replied the other. Outpouring of the Soul, 51. Praying for One's Needs. 
Make it a habit to pray for anything that you need at all times, whether livelihood, children, or healing for the sick. No matter what you need, your main plan of action should be prayer. You should then believe in God, who is good to all, as it is written, God is good to all. Psalms 145.9 God is good and helps no matter what a person needs, whether healing, livelihood, or anything else. If you believe this, your main effort will involve God. You will not seek other means, which often do not help in any case. Even if there are truly helpful means, they are not known and usually are not available. Calling on God, however, is good and helpful for everything in the world. You can use this means at all times, since God is always available. Letter 101 With God's Help Sunday Bishalach 5593 My beloved son, apple of my eye, my heart's companion, greeting to you. Do not be afraid. Fortify yourself and be strong. You should know, my dear son, that I have not yet received your letter today. Today is Sunday, too, when, as you know, I am weak, and my mind, as you know, is not lucid. But my love for you has compelled me to write to you now, before the meal. It was really through the hand of God that I wrote a lesson on the subject of the holy teaching, I will sing to God with what I have left. I spoke yesterday at the third meal about how it corresponds to the idea of rising at midnight, upon which depends the redemption, as in the verse, At midnight I go out. Exodus 11.5 In the middle of my writing, I remembered you, my beloved son, because I know that you need these words very much. What's more, all the interpretations that I have innovated recently with God's help, splendid new ideas through God's great salvation, have all come about because of you and your letter that I received near evening on Erev Shabbat from my friend Rab Nachman Haisenel. I mentioned a little about this when you were here. So I said, come what may, I will send these words off to you. Maybe I will be able to rouse you from your slumber and inspire and strengthen you. Wake up, my son, wake up. Do not be disturbed by those thoughts of yours which arise from all that is happening to you. You have to know and believe that all your good points are extremely dear to God, and you can inspire yourself with them any time, really to tip the scale to the side of merit, as in with a little bit he is no longer evil. Remember these awesome words, and remember them well. Do not let them grow old for you. God forbid, just go over them again and again with the utmost attention and view them as new every day. Letter number 337 With God's help, Sunday, Ito, 5601, Uman Greetings to my dear beloved son, Abitzchak, may he live, along with all his family. Greetings in abundant salvation. I received your letter today, and I was really pleased. You get a double reward from heaven for working on this day for the benefit of the wider community. May God continue to be with you, and may you merit to study, teach, guard, and practice, and to fulfill everything that is written in them. 
Amen. Ken Yeretzon. Thank God I am recovering my health with God's help, but I am not back yet to full strength. Salvation is in God's hands. May he quickly strengthen me for his name's sake, and may he give me back my strength even more than before. Amen, Ken Yeretzon. Right now my intention is to travel this week with God's salvation to Teruvitsa. When I return after this coming Shabbat, I will start my journey home. May God in His compassion give me the strength to travel and to arrive home safely. I have no one to lean on but our Father in Heaven. Now I am hoping to devise a way of sending the book there. All will be in accordance with God's plan. I will not go on. The words of your Father... Looking forward to seeing you soon in joy. Nothing a blessed of. Greetings to all our comrades with a great love. I do not know what Rab Nachman, may his light shine, did wrong, that he should write to me and apologize. To the contrary, I know he worked at this with all his heart and soul. Send him my greetings, and tell him to pray to God that, in his compassion, he will enable him to be able to finish the business successfully both from there to here and from here to there. Salvation is in God's hands. How great are the deeds of God who abundantly bestows his miraculous kindness upon us at all times. Yet we still constantly need many acts of compassion and salvation because the work that man does in order to accomplish what he must in this passing world is something very, very great and profound. Indeed, deep, deep, who can find it? Amok, amok, mim tsa'enu. How much more does this apply to the work of the wider community for generations to come? But the power of the elder of holiness is extremely great. He began and finished, and he will begin and finish. Ashrenu. How fortunate we are to be engaged in this. Rejoice in God and exult over his miraculous kindness. Trust God, he will never abandon us. He does not abandon, and he has not abandoned. We can really and truly be happy. The words of your father, looking forward to seeing you soon in joy. Nathana Boleslav Yoezer Ish Tzereda Yoezer Ish Abira Rabbi Chesken Rabbi Chiel Rabbi Lebar Yemar Bar Shelema Rabbi Yemar Midifta Rabbi Yemar Rav Yemar Bar Shezvi, Rav Yemar Bar Chashuye, Rav Yemar Sava, Rav Yemar Bred Rav Hillel, Rabbi Yanai Akadmon, Rabbi Yanai Rabba, Rabbi Yanai Bar Bred Rav Yanai Sava, Rabbi Yanai Zeira, Rabbi Yanai Bar Shimon Berebi, Rabbi Yanai Chamoa de Rabbi Ami, Rabbi Yanai Bar Ami Akohen, Rabbi Yanai Bar Yishmael, Rabbi Yanai Kaputka'a, Rabbi Yanei Bar Nachmeni, Rabbi Yanei Achua de Rabbi Chia Bar Abba, Rabbi Yanei Bar Shemuel Bar Yanei, Rabbi Yanta Bar Chanina, Yavetz Ben Rabbi Yehuda Anasi, Rabbi Yavetz, Rabbi Yaakov Ben Bito Shel Elisha, Rabbi Yaakov Ben Kurshai, Rabbi Yaakov Stam Sheba Mishna, Rabbi Yaakov Stam De Gemara, Rabbi Yaakov Bar Chanina, Rabbi Yaakov Ish Kvar Chanenia, Rabbi Yaakov De Kvar Chanan, Rabbi Yaakov Bar Acha, Rabbi Yaakov Achua de Rav Acha Bar Yaakov, Rabbi Yaakov Bar Berata de Rav Acha Bar Yaakov, 
רבי יעקב בר אחא בר אידי, רבי יעקב בר אבא, רבי יעקב בר רב אידי, רבי יעקב בר בת יעקב, רבי יעקב בר אידי בר אושיא, רבי יעקב בר עדה, רבי יעקב בר עדה בר עתליה, רבי יעקב בר יעקב, רבי יעקב ברדר בת שמואל, רבי יעקב בר גיורי, רבי יעקב גבולה, רבי יעקב בר נחמני. Prayer number 70. Help us give much charity to worthy poor people, particularly to the true tzaddikim, who are as humble as the earth, and to their children in an honorable way, and may our charity never reach an unworthy poor person. As a result, may our charity bear fruit immediately. As the verse states, sow for yourselves for charity, reap in accordance with kindness. May giving charity bring us only goodness, abundance, blessing, compassion, life, peace, children, and income forever. Protect us from giving charity to those who are undeserving, and help us increase our charity to worthy poor people and true tzaddikim. God's honor will fill the world. Help us flee from personal honor. Instead, grant us holy honor for the sake of your name. Honor that is derived from the true tzaddikim, who possess the power of attraction, and who set up the tabernacle. All Jewish leaders, from small to great, receive their honor and greatness from him. May that honor be revealed, magnified, and sanctified. May your honor fill the world, in accordance with the verse, I am Hashem, that is my name, and I will not give my honor to another. nor my praise to idols. Proclaim among the nations his honor, among all the peoples his wonders. They will speak the honor of your sovereignty and tell of your might. Blessed is Hashem, God of Israel, who alone does wonders. Blessed is the name of his glory forever. May his glory fill the entire world. Amen v'amen. 1. Prayer number 71. 105. Learning Torah. Hashem, our God and God of our fathers, help us learn your holy Torah always, day and night. May this book of the Torah never leave our mouths or the mouths of our children. May we understand the truth of all the words of your holy Torah clearly and swiftly. May we comprehend their implications and always create original true insights that will rise before the throne of your glory to give you satisfaction and gain your approval. As a result of learning the Torah, may we repent completely of all of our sins that we committed throughout the course of our lives. May the light within the Torah transform and improve us. And as a result of learning the Holy Torah, may we extract, gather, and raise all of the holy sparks and permutations of sparks that come from all levels of creation sparks that fell because of our sins until they were scattered among the husks, redeeming exiled holiness. Hashem, you conceive thoughts so that no one will be cast aside from you. Since you know that we cannot extract and raise these sparks ourselves, have compassion on us and on the holy sparks associated with us, which are holy letters now scattered and alienated among the various nations and husks. Return us to you fully by swiftly extracting 
gathering and redeeming all of the holy sparks from their exile and bringing them back to the proper place. In this way, you will restore all the worlds and all of the holy names that were blemished as a result of our sins. Our King, restore, return, and gather into holiness all those who were separated from you. As the verse states, Hashem your God will bring back your exiles and have compassion on you. He will once again gather you from all the nations to which Hashem your God scattered you. If your exiles will be at the end of the heavens, from there Hashem your God will gather you, and He will take you from there. Raise your divine presence from its exile and lift it from the dust. Bring your holy consciousness to perfection. Imbue the world with that consciousness and with great compassion. Eradicate anger and cruelty. Then at last no one will cause damage or destruction on your entire holy mountain. Because the earth will be filled with the knowledge of Hashem as water covers the seabed. God's compassion on our behalf. You yourself pray on our behalf, meaning that your simple compassion arouses your great compassion. And then, as the verse states, with great compassion I will gather you. Hashem, you know that no one at this time is capable of standing up on our behalf to arouse that compassion. We have been alienated from you, that you only, our Father and King, can arouse compassion on our behalf. Therefore, please pray on our behalf so that we will live and not die, and the earth will not be desolate. As the verse states, he prays on his behalf always, all the days, he blesses him. With your simple compassion, arouse your vast, great compassion, a compassion so intense that it has the power to draw us close to you, a compassion that does not contain the slightest trace of judgment. We have no one on whom to rely but you, our Father in heaven. Have mercy on us and save us quickly for the sake of your name. Your compassion is abundant, Hashem. Give me life in accordance with your way. Hashem is compassionate and gracious, long-suffering and exceedingly kind. Hashem is good to all and His compassion rests upon all of His works. In accordance with your kindness, give me life and I will keep the testimony of your mouth. Hashem, your kindness fills the earth. Teach me your rules. And then at last, I will bring them to my holy mountain and give them joy in my house of prayer. Their burnt offerings and sacrifices will be accepted upon my altar, for my house shall be called a house of prayer for all nations. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable before you. Hashem, my rock and my redeemer.